Investment and Coaching Cryptography Group here at Girls Kaufman. And today we're going to be talking about Black Forest cryptography, awards, and most importantly, child prodigy and mathematician Sarah Flannery. We don't really use blackboards anymore. But blackboards were something very important to Sarah Flannery growing up in Cork County, Ireland. Throughout Sarah's childhood, her dad would write out math problems, riddles, and puzzles on the family blackboard in the kitchen for Sarah and her four younger brothers. Sarah kept up this blackboard practice even until she was working on her presentation with her parents in preparation for the ESAT Young Scientist competition, which was a crucial aspect of her career. But her fame couldn't have started without the Cayley Purser algorithm, which, in turn, couldn't have started without her phone call to Michael Purser, who at the time was the founder of Baltimore Technologies, a Dublin data security company. Purser was working on an unpublished paper at the time. The paper was a new cryptography algorithm that rivaled the RSA cryptography algorithm. Cryptography is the art of encrypting and decrypting messages. Dr. Purser spent time finding a new cipher which is a disguised way of writing. But it didn't apply to his research at the time. However, his research seemed important to public key cryptography. Public key cryptography uses asymmetric key algorithms, a system which differentiates this style of cryptography from other styles. The basic idea behind it is that there are two separate keys. One is private and one is public. The public key is known to everyone, and the private key is only known to the person receiving the the public key used by one party to encrypt the message is not the same as the private key used by another party to decrypt the message. Did you guys ever send encrypted messages to your friends? I would consider them encrypted, but I would come up with little alphabets that had yeah. the little symbols and stuff. I just I, added a Y on the end of every word. Great. Foolproof. My language <laughs> arts teacher would send notebooks back and forth with her friends where they would write in this code and basically the bottom half of all the letters was cut off. So like the letter A would be a triangle, the letter B would be a semicircle. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Okay, back to Purser. While Purser went on holiday, Sarah was working at Baltimore Technologies in Dublin for a week-long internship. She was given Purser's unpublished paper, and she spent the rest of the week working on it. Wow, that's really How did would you do that? I mean, it's someone else's work, so how do you figure out where their thought process is I don't know, I guess she kind of built off of it. Was it in Dublin? Yeah, it was in Dublin. I guess you could say that she was Dublin up on her intelligence when she was there. <laughs> Many months later, Dr. Purser got a call from Sarah. According to Purser, there was a long silence, then a breathless phone call from Sarah, saying, I've won first prize. He replied in an interview, what first prize? I hadn't even known she had entered the competition. The prize she won was the Irish Young Scientist of the Year Award in 1999. That's pretty incredible for her age. She's, she was I 16. Mean, yeah, 16, and she won that huge award, especially for something so complicated that you wouldn't really you know, attribute to a girl her age. Before this, Sarah had won the ESAT Young Scientist competition, which kicked off her fame for her winning project, Cryptography, a new algorithm versus the RSA. Her project described cryptographic techniques that already existed, ranging from the Caesar cipher to RSA. She also paired her fascinating ideas of public key cryptography with programs that showed different crypto systems. Which are ways to mass messages so that only the intended parties will know what the message is. At the ESAT Telecom Young Scientist Exhibition, Sarah submitted individual projects in the physics, chemistry, and mathematics categories. She won about $1,400 after winning the ESAT Young Scientist Exhibition, and she also won a trip to Greece. 
where she represented Ireland at the European Union contest for young scientists. I can think of a lot of things to do with $1,400. A lot of money, and an all-expense-paid trip to Greece. I think I'd love to go to Greece, so let's all go into a science competition and win. Good idea. <laughs> we'll do it together, guys. She um, met the president of Ireland due to her success. And she was only 16 years old. That's incredible. After Sarah won the award, she appeared in many papers, describing her achievements and how she had won the competition. Due to this article, a book company reached out to Sarah and her father, David, about a book writing opportunity. The company wanted them to write a book about Sarah's life and the events that led up to her winning the ESA award. It also teaches different math topics, along with a personal narrative on Sarah's life. The final book, called In Code, was published in 2001, written by Sarah and her dad, David Flannery. So fascinating to have written a book at 16. Yeah, get a book yeah. at that yeah. young. That's remarkable. I read it all the way through, and Sarah would explain really advanced math topics, but if you knew a basic knowledge of arithmetic, you would still be able to understand She explained them. it that well. Mm -hmm. Why did her dad write the book with her? Well, her dad was a very influential character in her life and a mathematician. In fact, her whole interest in cryptography stemmed from a lecture she attended where her father was teaching about general math and cryptography. Her dad always said that his students should not be afraid of speaking out. In fact, he continued, the more you're prepared to make a fool of yourself, the more you'll learn. These words stuck with Sarah throughout the lectures, making her feel confident in math and cryptography. Well then, I must learn a lot, because I always make a fool of myself. <laughs> math is something that goes through generations in her family. Her father, her grandfather, and her great-grandfather have all loved math. And they were all noted for their natural ability in the field. Not my family. My dad's a rheumatologist. Mine's a journalist. My grandpa's a farmer. Her parents played extremely important roles in developing Sarah's math career and views of the world. From a young age, Sarah's parents taught her that the cultures and beliefs of all people should be respected. She was also taught to value the objective truth, a moral that led to her intense love of math. Intense love of math. See, I have a love-hate relationship with math. I mean, it does get pretty intense. <laughs> her parents also helped her overcome her fear of public speaking and helped her practice her presentation for ESAT. Her science teacher also encouraged many students to attend the ESAT competition. Flannery has spoken about the ESAT and how it felt to be a woman in a male-dominated field entering the competition. Here is her quote. Anyone who walks into that hall, who sees all those exhibits, and feels all the energy, especially coming from the team project, it's unbelievable. It was a great experience, and like I said, for me, it completely changed my life, especially because of the prizes I won, and I got a disproportionate amount of attention at the time because of the subject of my project, and being a girl, I think. Do you guys think she would have gotten the same amount of attention if she were male instead of female? I think that she would have received the same amount of attention, but she had to work extra hard being a woman. Yeah, I agree. I feel like when competing and preparing, she might have had more lashback due to her gender, and there isn't enough representation in the field that she was going into, but when it came to winning, she won fair and square, and she really made a large step for women in math. I don't know if she would have received the same attention. In a male-dominated field, the presence of a woman is much more impactful than just another man's presence, so I guess I think she wouldn't have been as intriguing. 
One thing I really appreciate, though, is that after her Kaylee Purser algorithm turned out to be flawed, she bounced back and didn't let the failure negatively affect her. What's the Kaylee Purser algorithm about? I know we talked about how she won with it in the Irish Young Scientist competition, but what was it on? It was a public key cryptography algorithm that Sarah published at only 16. Flannery used matrices to change Purser's algorithm so that it used matrix multiplication, which had the properties she needed in a non-communicative multiplication. Her completed algorithm ended up being 33 times faster than the RSA cryptography algorithm. Which was incredible. Although, under heavier testing, it was discovered the Cayley Purser algorithm was flawed. But it was still such a groundbreaking accomplishment for someone so young. And it was huge for women in math. Even though it was flawed, her taking the steps up to doing it and actually being able to accomplish something that big was a step in itself. Following her performance in mathematics, Flannery began her education and career in the field of computer science. In 2006, she worked with a video game company as a computer engineer. Then, she co-founded Tiranua Incorporated, where she was chief scientist. She has her own opinion of gender roles in the workplace. She said, when it comes to adults and you're trying to work in that field, I think there's an impression that women have to prove themselves a lot more. But I believe that it's lessening and lessening, and there are companies out there that are very gender neutral. I've certainly had experiences where I've gone for an interview in a place that I felt was, no matter how interesting the product was, the company was ridiculously male-dominated. Would you guys feel as comfortable working in a male-dominated field as you would in a more gender-neutral environment? Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm relatively comfortable in the company of guys, and I don't really see a lot of problems with working with them. But there's no real way to create a gender-neutral environment without taking the first step to include the opposite sex whether one by one or with groups. Yeah, I agree. I personally wouldn't necessarily be uncomfortable in a male-dominated environment, but it would be really nice to be in a field and see that women who work just as hard are still getting treated the same as the men, and that I wouldn't be the only woman in the field. One way that always helped Sarah grasp a concept of math and truly understand it was by explaining it. Her dad was a math whiz, so he already knew the explanations to almost all her math ideas, her mom, on the other hand, was a whiz at asking questions. The more questions her mom asked about theories Sarah explained to her, the more Sarah realized the importance of explaining certain details and treating the explanation of the problem as if the person knows nothing about the topic. Sarah already knew that she grasped concepts and facts fairly quickly, but she had to learn how to constantly ask why things are the way they are. Now, she not only knew a fact, but she knew how to prove that fact and how to use that proof to prove other conditions. Speaking of explaining, let's talk about how to encrypt and decrypt messages in RSA cryptography. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, let's start with the Euler Fee Theorem. It states that to the Fee of N is congruent to... And congruent to basically means is equal to in a more complicated way. Is congruent to 1 mod N. It sounds complicated. If you want to learn more about it, you should research it. Now let's go back to encryption and decryption. RSA encryption. Let's go over the algorithm. Example time! Begin by creating a cipher that both people agree on. For example, A equals 1, B equals 2, C equals 3, and so on. Let's start with two people that want to transmit a message. In this example, Sarah and Lisa. Sarah starts by picking two prime numbers and multiplies them together. This number will equal N. For example, 17 times 19 equals 323. 
Then she finds the phi of n. So for this example, phi of 323 equals 288. Then she finds s and t. s times t equals 1 mod phi of n. For example, 11 times 131 equals 1 mod 288. Sarah then sends out the coordinates s and n publicly. For this example, s is equal to 11 and n is equal to 323. When Lisa gets SN, she transmits a letter by finding the number in the cipher and raises it to the S power. In this example, 21 to the S power is equal to 21 in the 11th power. 21 to the 11th power is really long, so I'll spare you the digits. Lisa calculates the number to modulo N. The same big number, mod 323, equals 319. And then Lisa sends the calculation back, so she sends 319 back to Sarah. Sarah takes the calculation and raises it to the power of t. 319 to the t power is equal to 319 to the 131st power. And then Sarah calculates that to modulo n, which equals 21 in this case. Then Sarah deciphers the number as a letter in their decided upon system. It sounds complicated, but it's simpler with practice. Hey guys! I want to play a really fun game. What kind of game? It has to write to Sarah Flannery. That's the best topic. I want to play trivia. I always play trivia at home. I'm really, really good at trivia. Let's play trivia about everything we learn. Everything? Yeah. So, like a game show. I can be the host and the contestants. <laughs> no, the rest of us will be your contestants. Okay, I'll only be the host, I guess. First question. What is Sarah's last name? Buzz Flannery. Correct! How much faster was the Cayley Purser algorithm than the RSA algorithm? This is 33 times faster. Correct! Where did Sarah serve her life-changing internship? This is Baltimore Technologies! Correct! What was named after Sarah Flannery in her hometown? Buzz, um, a math place? Nope. Anyone? The lampposts. What? what? Yeah, the lampposts in her hometown were named after her. Next question. Does she like tennis, soccer, or swimming? This is soccer. Correct. What two keys are part of the public key cryptography? Buzz. A public key and a private key. Correct. Next question. What is the name of her book? And bonus point, who co-authored it with her? In code. And her dad wrote it with her. His name's David Flannery. Correct. Finally. What was the first major competition she won? Buzz. ESAP. Correct. So who won the game show? Sarah Flannery. <laughs> Girls are smart. Every equation you do is a form of art. It's time to get together. Fly a rocket, build a house, and control the weather with math. 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 Yes. Who here likes math is not a man. You could be a female mathematician. 